Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 193. I'm Sean, and joined with me from across the table, we have Off-Road. I'll have a pumpkin beer, Andy. I will, and it is enjoyable. That is a good one. Yeah, not just the beer, but being here. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're back in not in studio, but uh, uh, not from across the the state as we have been for the last uh, few weeks. Uh, we are recording from uh, the peninsula in Long Beach, and uh, we got some good stuff to get into. By the way, Andy, might as well you teased him. What are you drinking? An Elysian Night Owl pumpkin ale. So it's still the season in my mind. Um, rapidly closing i think i guessed it from where you're sitting yeah i think christmas here i think on december 1st you just got to throw away your pumpkin stuff which you know it's not my favorite thing but that's weird to have pumpkin in december for some reason yeah pumpkin pie that gets the slide but even then i think you you don't do it i don't do pumpkin pie on christmas i'm always apple but i'll say most people like pumpkin pie a lot more than like apple for some reason i'm not one of those people but all right, we're, we're getting lost in the... Uh, <laughs> I know, I'm thinking too much about pies. Yeah. Uh, this is the uh, Entertainment Pod. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports pod because you're going to enjoy it. But we got some good stuff to get into. We're going to start things off with a price hike. Andy, in this climate, who other than Disney would take a price hike? Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Which goes into, effects, into effect this next month. What day? Um, I think December 15th or something. Well, they have Hulu with yeah. live TV beat. Hulu, which, mind you, I, I feel like I've been talking about them raising their prices every other week. Um, when I first got the live TV, I mean, it's been two or so years. It was $40. $40 for live TV. Incredible. Tremendous. What a world we lived in. Then it went up to 50 I was a little upset, a little behooved. Now it's at 60 with HBO out the door, we're paying about 70 bucks. Well, you know what? I got an email from those guys, I don't know, a couple days ago. On like the middle of the month, I think December 18th around there. They're going to raise the prices yet again to $70 for live TV. Now, I instantly got enraged. You know, uh, I ripped my shirt and uh, I went shopping. Yahoo, Yahoo YouTube is sixty four ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, DirecTV, which I forgot is owned by AT&T. I don't know why I, that makes me instantaneously not want it anymore. Uh, it's like 150 bucks, So it's not that bad. Um, and I get to watch Last Man Standing or whatever shows I watch instantaneously on demand because I guess they're good at that versus YouTube isn't as good. Well, you get with the Hulu thing, you get Whatever's on the Hulu library as well. Yeah. So that's a bunch of other stuff as well. Which is neat. Um, Vice has been back on there. So I I flipped that on the other night. I enjoy that from time to time. I think Christian Bale and, I mean, Sam Rockwell. Come on. Uh, But yeah, so it's up another 18%. And I just... uh, Yeah, this is predictable. This is how it's going is that uh, they get you in with low prices. They don't make any money. Like Netflix has still never made money. Um, but eventually, you just can't live without it, and it completely replaces TV. Well, when I can live without it is when... Because I've also been having ridiculous amounts of issues. I've been on the... Uh, not on the actual, like, 
phone talking, but on my phone with uh, like text people with Hulu four or five times this month because stuff just wouldn't load. It would quit. It's like, you don't have any of those issues with DirecTV. So, uh, my family has DirecTV. There's some issues sometimes where it's like all the boxes run off Wi-Fi now, and then sometimes you'll just get bad coverage and things will be super slow. And Ugh, technology. It's everything. This is yeah. the future? Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Well, just uh, in case you missed that email and you have Hulu, uh, you're getting a price increase. Okay. Uh, the next streaming service in our uh, news here that does not involve a price increase, but uh, is involving HBO Max and Amazon. Yeah, HBO Max is finally going to come to Amazon Fire devices. So that was a big deal that it wasn't on there, that the two companies could not come to an agreement. Um, Amazon wanted you to subscribe to HBO Max through them and not, not give you an option to uh, just download an app and play it through there like every other place allows Some you to do. companies should just not sh- uh, have public trading because yeah. it's like, oh, well, I want to have, I, you have to wet my peak. No. You have yeah. nothing to do with it. Well, they're still going to get a cut of profits or, or of, of revenues from HBO it's Max. It's Amazon. Everyone is giving yeah. Amazon their money at but, all times. But you don't have to directly go through the uh, subscribe through Amazon. So, like like you said, you're subscribing to HBO through Hulu. Yeah. Because they're giving me a deal. Yeah. But Amazon wanted you to do that, and uh, they dropped that demand. So, yeah, because it's um, stupid. As of today, on Tuesday, if you have an Amazon Fire device, you can finally download the HBO Max app. Very silly. Um, and it's important because um, more and more HBO Max is putting things to HBO Max itself and not HBO. Like the witches. Yes. Which, by the way, the little nerd community was outraged because it was mean to people with deformities. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Life's going to be mean to you. It's mean to everyone. Uh, no, no one yourself. takes that stuff seriously. Nevertheless. Yeah. But yeah, there, there's more and more HBO Max originals now. Um, including uh, Conan O'Brien. Oh, yes. So Conan O'Brien does a his uh talk show for TBS. I've it's heard a, of it. It's a daily talk show. He's been on TBS for uh, about ten years now, and uh, he is going to be ending that show uh, June twenty twenty one. No longer do a daily uh, talk show. Um, and he's gonna he's gonna still do other things, including a weekly show for HBO Max. As well as continue to do uh, his like travel specials. You know what? My parents showed me one where he went to Cuba. Yes, pretty good. It's, they're very good. Those when he does them, he's he's great at traveling because he's uh, Giant, very good. Yeah, redhead guy. He sticks out in foreign <laughs> countries, but he also he's very good at playing the dumb American. Yeah, where it's like he's not really that guy, but he's really good at like you know. Then really that helps you learn about the other people, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, those those are always really good, and those will still be on TBS. So uh, that's because it's all part of the, the the same family: Turner and Warner Brothers and HBO. It's all the same company. Yeah. Um. So, um. But the the whatever show this new show he's going to do is going to be on HBO Max. Okay. Um, and it makes sense. I think he he really outgrew the daily format. Uh, this wasn't the best way to do it. He also he does a podcast that's really good, a long form like. Like thirty minute, rather you know, you know, like the talk shows, you have a guest on for six minutes, yeah, and they always have a pre-planned like funny story, and that's it, and they're kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually does a podcast where he will do like thirty to an hour with a person, and wow, and he's really good at that. So like a regular podcast, 
Yes. No, it's it's a real... <laughs> I'm saying it's... Instead of doing like the six-minute bit that he would used to for doing for 30 years... Now, was the audience there the whole time? No. Because that'd be funny. <laughs> I, they used to do live podcasts, but uh, not anymore. There's something going on, yeah. I don't know. Not allowed. <laughs> yeah. Gavin Newsom won't have it. But I'm I'm happy about this because I I'm not going to watch a daily uh, talk show. But, I never watched his show. But, I don't watch any of the. Oh, shows. I I of all the ones I liked his the most. But again, it's just having to do the same like monologue jokes every single day that every other place was doing, and then yeah, the same like, all right, we got to talk to Tom Cruise or whatever, and you don't get anything out of it. The last late night show I watched more than like one clip a year of was Jay Leno because my parents would record it and watch it. That was back when TiVo and all that stuff was like cutting edge and like, holy shit, like we don't need to put a VHS tape in there. We can just hit this button. Yeah. And uh, I would just like cherry pick the good ones. Like, oh, Clive Owen's coming on. Children of Men. I want to see that. That's how long ago it was. Yeah. There there was actually a time where, yeah, we, I recorded Conan every night and did the same thing. Like, Oh, if I want to watch it, I'll watch it. It's there. I'll put it on the background. Yeah. While I'm doing homework or something. Um, but yeah, I don't. I think he's always been better outside of the format. You know, filming the the other the outside bits have always been better than him doing like a monologue that again is the same jokes every time. Everyone everyone does the same uh, six jokes about the news stories of the day. And, yep. And just I don't know who that's for anymore, other than like. People, people in hotel rooms, I guess, like that. And you're like, well, yeah, what am I going to do? All right, it's 1130. Yeah. You're not going to watch the local news. Yeah. And you're on vacation. You that that seems like when before I turned, you know, 16, the only time I ever saw a late night show was on vacation. Because it was late Because, yeah, you'd be up late for some reason because you're out doing stuff. And then you're at the hotel room and you're like, you well, what else? Unwind. Yeah, what else are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, when does that show come out on HBO Max? Is that just well, announced? His, It'll be a while. Yeah, his TBS show goes through June. He has June. to run that out first. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll look for that uh, second half of next year. All right. Tell us about David Fincher. Uh, brilliant Hollywood director David Fincher. Not a midget. Yeah. Is that a, was that in question? No. Oh, okay. Um, well, I, I've talked a, a bit about his new movie coming out December 4th, Mink, with Gary Oldman. Um, Gary Oldman will probably win an Oscar because uh, there's just not a lot of competition, but uh, that's gotten some good reviews so far. I'm interested in seeing that. He's also uh, worked for Netflix uh, doing Mindhunter. You know what? Okay, that I'm, I got to cut you off there. The reason I said not a midget, I always think of his name. Well, when I hear his name, I always think of Peter Dinklage playing okay. Miles Finch okay. in Elf, who is a midget, or an elf in that movie. <laughs> It's totally different. You may proceed. Totally different concepts, but um, <laughs> yeah, he did. He did Mindhunter, which is a, a show I enjoyed and a lot of people enjoyed, and for Netflix, and they're not doing any more of that, or at least for the time being. He's been public about that, saying uh, I don't think we're going to be able to do any more of it. Uh, but he signed a four-year deal with Netflix to do more stuff for them. Uh, he should do Mindhunter. That's what they should do. So I don't. Know, I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means more movies or more. Uh, just producing shows, which I don't know how much that works out when all, all these people sign these deals with like services and like, well, I'm not actually making anything. I'm just going to put my name on shit. Like, how good is that stuff, really? Uh, I hope it's not that. I hope he actually is behind the camera and writing some of this stuff, but I don't know. I look forward to Mank. I know that. 
Yeah. I mean, Miles Finch is the best. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. Well, David Fincher did Fight Club and Gone Girl and Social Network. He did a lot of great movies. So. Yeah, yeah. So let's, let's give him some respect here. Of course. All right. Let's uh, let's move on to uh, a show on Netflix I tried to watch. I think I got a whole three episodes through, and then life happened. I just really didn't care. Uh, Space Force. Space Force has been renewed for a second season, I think somewhat surprisingly. I was super excited when they announced this, that it's going to be uh, Greg Daniels, uh, one of the co-creators of The Office, making a show with Steve Carell again, and that's uh, a no-brainer for Netflix. Like That's got to be huge for them. Uh, yeah, I think once you hear Steve Carell's in, yeah, you got with, it. With Netflix, he's their biggest star, even though I don't think he's... Or, did we confirm The Office is still on there, but it will be gone at some point? Year. Yeah. So he's still, I'd say he's still Netflix's biggest star at this point. Um, there's people who just watch that over and over and over and over. Well, maybe now that all o- October is gone, because Hubie Halloween was uh, up there, top of the oh, charts yeah. for the month of October. Yeah, I mean, Adam Sandler's one of the biggest Netflix stars as well. But uh, Well, Space Force uh, was very disappointing. The When the reviews came out, it was getting killed, and I'm like, ah, that doesn't sound great. Uh, and I watched it, and it was awkward. And not, it wasn't good, even though it had this great cast. Uh, but I watched the whole series, the whole ten episodes, and it's fine. It's silly. It's stupid. Um, yeah, I'm at, I mean, what I saw was it's watchable if you're bored. Yeah, I, it's it's disappointing. But like, maybe maybe there's something more. There's too much talent for it to be not so mediocre. So Malkovich? maybe, yeah, maybe there's a season two that's going to be you know excellent. Uh, but I did not expect a season two because of, yeah, the cast they have. Like, I, I guess Malkovich isn't the biggest name, but, you know, to us, it means something. Well, the fact that he can't go do a play right now. Yeah. You know, he, he's got time. But then, yeah, Steve Carell still does. I mean, Steve Carell makes dramatic movies that get good reviews every year. So Maybe the fact they can that... do the way, way, way back. Yes. He so... was like the dickish boyfriend. I liked that movie. So is the Ben Affleck one actually a prequel to The Way Way Back? Yeah. All right, that makes sense. So that's Steve Carell. No, we never know that kid's dad. Maybe that's his dad. Is Ben Affleck? Yeah. What a dad. Mm-hmm. He really was a great basketball player in uh, high school. Well, I just hope season two of Space Force uh, is better. Yeah, you never know. I guess we'll see. Okay, let's talk about retirements. Not yours, but someone who's retired, not, uh, well, once already. Michael yeah, J. Fox. Michael J. Fox, uh, the Back to the Future star, of course, uh, has Parkinson's. He, I think it was first diagnosed in like the early 90s, but continued to work until it became too tough. Uh, do you remember Spin City? Yeah. It was a sitcom he's on. He had to leave that show uh, in that the middle. the one with uh, uh, David Spade? No. Because there was like four yeah. of them that were all the same. They're all New the York office time. things, yeah. yeah. Magazine yeah. companies. Yeah, Spin City was where he worked for the mayor. Oh, that's right. He was like right. a political consultant guy or something. Tommy uh, boy. And uh, Charlie Sheen replaced him. Interesting. Uh, when he left. But yeah, he 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 found it too hard to continue acting with Parkinson's. And it was uh, sad because he's a fun actor and beloved and they had fun with it and curb your enthusiasm yeah but then he came back um maybe 10 15 years ago he's stomping on the ground he lived above him yeah despite me no 
Parkinson's. That's the greatest. So he was able to, yeah, turn his uh, condition into something positive. And Soda cool. explodes and <laughs> he hands to him. Including yeah, a great run on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Parkinson's. But uh, he, he announced recently that he's going to have to retire again, that cool. it's just... It's it's too hard. He says it's the the mental part of it. Trying to memorize the lines is is just too difficult. Um, so that's sad. It, it's it was an inspiration seeing him come back and really like try to put a positive spin on that. Um, but it's sad. But it's like hey, this is deserved, man. Like don't you don't need to work so hard for us. Like yeah, just yeah, don't take it easy. <sighs> yeah, good man, right there. Okay, we're going to talk briefly about... I believe we spoke on this last week because this is now two episodes ago. People are pissed. The baby Yoda ate those eggs from the frog lady. Uh, They're calling it genocide and he's an asshole and now they can't root for him. And you know what I say to those people? Turn off the TV and go walk outside. You hate your life. Get off the internet for nine minutes and things get better. The one of the show creators had to go on his little Twitter and defend this animal eating an unfertilized egg in the same aspect of we eat eggs for breakfast or lunch because yeah. they're delicious. Ridiculous. Yeah, I think n- number one, it's Star Wars and like there's a lot of weird shit that happens, a lot of crazy monsters. Um, but I was a little like weirded out this last episode. Um, so you watched it. You watched the uh, I am on the sea planet. My, what I've been watching. Did you find it weird that the like uh, squid people were fishermen like from? Uh, oh, that they're fishermen. I thought yeah. it looked like they're from Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, yeah, so that's what my dad said. He's like, "That's Davy Jones, isn't it?" And yeah. like, they just borrowed him. That was the guy from uh, the Rolling Stones. <laughs> so, um, I, I thought it was weird that like the, the fish people were fishermen and yeah, catching but- like. Sharks are fishermen. I, I guess, but I was thinking like that's the equivalent of like if we hunted apes to eat. Like we hunt other animals and eat them, pigs and stuff. So we do eat. We do eat mammals. We're mammals that eat mammals, but also we don't eat apes. It seems kind of weird for the fish people to eat fish to me, but you know, I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> yeah, you're not up in arms about it. Um, uh, I am worried about the show in general, though. Um, introducing all this like crazy stuff from the cartoon which is like hard to understand like that those the other uh mandalorians there mm-hmm. in that episode kept wanting to take their hats off yeah so their whole backstory is from uh a, an arc on the clone wars uh cartoon show uh. and it's like you don't need to do this like you realize most of people who watch this did not watch that definitely not me. um and I know you can like pick out I think you can look online to find out if you want to know that story and that's on Disney Plus as well but it's like it's don't do this stuff. I'm sure they're going to make it so you don't really need to know everything that happened. But someone they like me, it won't even be in another like three episodes. Yeah, but like someone like me, like obsesses over. It's like I don't know. I don't understand. What are these people? And the fact that I can know about it makes me like upset. I don't want to waste my time watching that cartoon, <laughs> but I probably will end up doing it. Yeah, I bet you will. That sucks. <laughs> so I, I don't know. It, it's because it's the the same guy, the same creator that Dave Filoni, who's who's wrote, writing most of these episodes, is also the guy who did all that show, mm-hmm. all those shows. Um, but it's like I just wanted this silly Star Wars thing and be like, "Hey, look, that's a thing." I don't want. Sure I don't want to dive yeah, into stuff. Don't then don't just <laughs> examine it from afar. Uh, I'm gonna be on Wikipedia all day long. Is that a real? That thing? is a real thing. <laughs> 
Wikipedia. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, don't be mad at Baby Yoda and re-examine your life if that makes you mad. Uh, all right, we're going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do, that portion of the pod was brought to you by our good friends, formerly at The Simple Doggy, now at thecliplessleash.com. So head to thecliplessleash.com. And uh, I'm sure you're expecting me to say you're going to get 25% off, aren't you, Andy? Well, you're not. You're going to get 65% off. I don't know how long they're going to be able to do this for, but they uh, were so pleased with the uh, turnout from the Tony's Take fans that they're doing this limited promotion, 65% off. All you have to do is plug in promo code. Tony. Head to the clipless leash, that's as it sounds, dot com, and pick out your favorite leash. Guys, it's the dog leash you've been waiting for. Okay. That's a good vocal exercise as well. The clipless leash. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine having a list <laughs> yeah. and saying it. Um, all right. How many things do you have? Now, we kind of already covered the Mandalorian, so I'm going to, I watched it. I'm caught up. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I have one other thing. I got four. Oh, dear God. Okay. Yeah. You may go. Now we do two and two? Sure. Well, All right. Two and one, and then two. All right. So I watched uh, an old HBO original movie that I felt was very relevant to today's, to today's times. Um, I saw some other people watching it. I'm like, All right, I'll check that out again. A recount. Oh, wow. Do you remember this movie? Uh, is that Kevin Spacey? It is Kevin Spacey, okay. which is hilarious. Yeah, because he's not um, allowed anymore, and he did yeah. House of Cards. So I watched this movie from my dorm room. That that'll give you a hint as to how long this was. Uh, the dorms had HBO. That was like a great benefit. Like, that's oh, the same watch. dorm room where you wrote that uh, code on your window. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of Kirkland Hall, right? Uh, my dorm room did not look like those dorm rooms oh. from the Social Network. They were uh, more jail cells. Yeah. But, anyways, I did watch. I do remember watching that, and um, it was fascinating because, I mean, the whole, the whole thing is why it's relevant now is that there are, I think, at least one state doing a recount. Now, that's um, the Florida one, right? This was Al about Ford? the 2000 yeah, election where Florida was uh, way closer than than any of these ones now. I don't and they, think I ever watched that. So, it was, it was very dramatic with how that all went, where it's like, okay, we're going to do a recount in these counties, but then we have to go do... See this judge, and then this, and it, it was a mess. And in the end, there never was a full recount, and Bush ended up just okay. Well, he was ahead from the original count, so he wins. And um, same <laughs> just, like if you if you can't, you know, unequivocally rule the overrule the call on the field, play as good yeah. As well, stands. I mean, like the whole issue was like. Um, are we going to be able to do it in time before it's like you have to you have to say it's it's over at some point. You can't just like, well, we're going to keep counting until we're done because like eventually you have to say certify. Here's here's the results of the election. Yeah, I think they have like so, a week left or something. Um, Most states. Yeah, states have different times they can do it. But um, that was part of the drama. But uh, something that was interesting was that Kevin Spacey's character in this um, was this guy, Ron Klain, who is going to be Biden's chief of staff. And it's just like funny seeing how these people like never leave. But also, <laughs> that guy has to live with Kevin Spacey playing him in a movie for all of time. Pretty good. Like that sucks, right? 
I wouldn't mind watching that now. I I never watched it, but I mean, Kevin it's, Spacey's great. It's got a, a good cast of like people like, oh yeah, I know. know when person. they make a movie, they usually do a pretty good job. I love yeah. the um, uh, what the wizard one, Robert De Niro. Yeah, right? that's wizard the of lies. The finance guy. The, what is it? That? Yeah, the Wizard of Lies. Yeah. Enron, right? I don't know. That's the no, was, the uh, his Ponzi, Ponzi scheme guy. Scheme, I can't remember his name. <laughs> But yeah, that guy. Do that good of a job. <laughs> but, uh, Ellis, Bernie Madoff. Bernie Madoff, yes. I don't yes. know why Ellis. I don't know, but you get, you got it, you got to it. But yeah, they, they've made a string of those ones. I know they made that. Uh, Behind the candelabra. <laughs> there's that one. I never saw that one. No, they made another one that was uh, the head. Joe Biden was very prominent in, who's Greg Kinnear played him. It was about the um, Supreme Court confirmation of Clarence Thomas. I remember that one was. I never saw that either. Yeah. But they made a lot. They make a lot of these like political ones. Yeah. Um, and I think that might have been the first one. But yeah, I, it's funny seeing, like, okay, that was twenty years ago, and like it's it was like the same the same arguments as before, uh, but also just how Florida was a disaster because they had these ballots where you had to like you poke a hole in them in a little punch card, but then people wouldn't get them all the way through. And so then it would fuck up the machine. My <laughs> like, fingers yeah. hurt. Like, how old are you? That's, you that's what they're saying. It's like puncture a paper. These 85-year-old people, <laughs> they would do it and it wouldn't actually go through the paper. Now your back's going to hurt. What else you got? All right. The other thing I watched, and see, talked about HBO Max Originals. Yeah. This is another one. Um, it should be an H, just HBO, but it's HBO Max, I believe. Class Action Park. Never even heard of uh, it. Documentary about um, Action Park, which, if you remember, Johnny Knoxville made that movie a couple years ago. Uh-huh, about the theme park that was dangerous as heck. Yeah, so this is actually a documentary about that. That sounds really neat. And, yeah, it's it's very interesting. It's a bunch of, there's a lot of, like, comedians that are, like, the people talking about their experiences uh, back Shaq then. Shaq go there? No, but <laughs> I don't think Shaq was from New Jersey. That's where this uh, park was in New Jersey, um, like an hour outside of New York. Uh, but just how like the, the guy who made it was just kind of crazy and would like he'd like try to invent the rides himself uh, i think that the thing that everyone like remembers was the uh, a looping water slide which like you just have to say that out loud to know that's a horrible horrible idea and how like depends on who you ask <laughs> the pe- people would like knock themselves out going in it because they just fall and hit their head on the thing i think you're just and, you have to be 19 and drunk to go there or your parents yeah. are awful yeah that was that's part of the the story there. there's a lot of people like my parents said we couldn't go but then i would go with some other go with some other friends who the parents weren't paying attention oh they had a cool mom or yeah, just an oblivious yeah. mom a divorced dad yeah yeah i'm fun dad oh <laughs> yeah it's 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 neat it's not like the most you know the the best made documentary it's just fun because you're like, this is insane that this existed. Yeah, it seems like a, a fun one to watch. I added yeah. it to my list as we as you were speaking. All right. All right. Mine is very brief. Um, Home Alone. It was like its 30th anniversary this month or something. Uh, it, it never gets old. Uh, I also read, and I'm sure I even spoke on this because I know it was on the like movies that made us or whatever it was called, mm-hmm. the Netflix show. But Chris Farley almost played. John Candy's role. John Candy only got four hundred and twenty dollars for that one day's pay, and uh, he was still bitter about it. Was he? I was gonna uh, say he probably did that as a favor. He, but yeah, he did another movie like a year after this with that same. Uh, well, he did Columbus. Yeah. Well, he did a bunch with John Hughes. So well, that was before because he yeah. only lived for three more years after. This. Yeah, 
But I mean, he did uh, Uncle, Uncle Buck, Buck, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. So he yeah. worked with him a lot. Uh, so, but he didn't really think this movie was going to be as huge as it was. Oh, it's one of those deals. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he was doing a favor, but kind of got screwed because the movie made a billion dollars. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, I, I, the article I saw says all, everything he did was unscripted. Yeah. He was just brilliant. Uh, talking about leaving his kid at the funeral parlor. <laughs> he, you know, he he was in a funk, but he started talking again in a couple months. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's on uh, Disney Plus just recently. Yeah, they keep doing that thing where it was it was on HBO last month, and now it's. Now my question to you: Those deals are crazy. Where can I watch trains, planes, and automobiles? Because as most people forget. It's a Thanksgiving movie. He's th- getting home for Thanksgiving, not Christmas. Yeah, no, I think there's I, snow on the ground. I think that is on HBO. I'm looking right now. Yeah, go check right now. Um, I know I saw it somewhere on some sort of service, but again, those things shift in and out like that. You never know. So, I think it is not. It is not. Yeah, because uh, Home Alone is a Fox movie, um, so that means it's a Disney movie, but it. They make the, they made these deals, then it's like going back and forth. Like the worst is the goddamn Batman movies are, are on HBO Max like every other month. Yeah, they're like, well, TNT is gonna have Batman this month, so we got to pull it off the service. And it's like you can't not have Batman, okay? You you own DC Comics just to have all the Batmans all at all times. Like it's inexcusable. But I agree. Yeah, I mean, I think the same thing with Disney with like Star Wars is all gonna come off again. So like. In like 2022, all the Star Wars movies will go to Netflix and be off Disney Plus. And it's like, what? That's a joke. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see trains, planes, and automobiles anywhere. That's too bad. In that brief look. Yeah. What else you got, Andy? All right. Two more. Uh, the first one, Sinister 2. Oh, whoa. You're just yeah. trying to stay up? No, I, I it was on Netflix, and I had to uh, finish out the series after watching the first the Sinister. Sinister One is the scariest movie for your heartbeat, yeah. heart rate, and you were afraid after you watched it. It, it really got to me. I didn't little... know there was a sequel. So they made a sequel, uh, not the original cast, although uh, the main character was a cop in the first one who was helping uh, Ethan Hawke's character, but in this one, he is now a private detective who's trying to... He's too old for this uh, shit. No, he's trying to just prevent... All this stuff from happening again. So he's like on the road, like looking for the latest, the newest victims and trying to prevent it and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so he's doing his investigation into all this stuff and he uh, finds the next victims. It's a, a mom with two uh, like 10 year old boys and she's on the run from like an abusive husband. And um, it got horrible, horrible reviews. I think it's like a 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. Cash grab. Um, I think it's much better than that. It's not. Not nearly as good as that first one. It's hard to like. It's really hard to do that concept again because um, you just know you already know what it is. You already know if you watch the first one, you know what's happening. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Sinister Two is uh, it really isn't that bad. Uh, I do like the the lead actor there. Uh, he was from The Wire way back in the day. He was also uh, Which in. One? Uh, he was only in one season, season two. Oh. Um, he was in It Chapter Two as well. I enjoyed a uh, who is he? Uh, James Ransoni. He's uh, a little guy, but he uh, is entertaining in everything I've ever seen him in, which isn't that much. But I, I'm happy to see him get this starring role. But uh, obviously, uh, the movie didn't 
work out that well. Uh, the franchise, I'm sh- sure, is dead at this point. Oh, that little guy, yeah. Yeah. Um, he so was this didn't... in How to Make It in America. Yes, he was, yeah. I think he does like only HBO stuff, because he's also in Treme. So I think that's he probably just has a good relationship with them. Uh, but this did not doesn't seem like it led to uh, more opportunities here. Uh, it doesn't seem like it chapter two did either. But um, I'm a fan of his. Um, but if you watch Sinister One, there's really no reason to to skip out on Sinister Two. It's not long. Watch it's it on, next October. It's on Netflix. It's it's got some cool things going on. But it is it is I'd say noticeably worse. It's got a lot of uh, cheaper jump scares. So. So like the the like demon guy in the first one, you basically never actually you only see him like oh my god he's in the corner or something That's or what you makes see it scary. yeah this you one he's just a full on guy walking around and like spooking people and it's like you, know you don't need that your mind is scarier than anything you could ever see because exactly you're trying you're left to fill in the blanks that's why every idiot's like well the book's better yeah, yeah. because you're filling it in with your own imagination yeah and and the other thing is that the so the the scary parts of the first one where it's these these old movies he's uh finding of like families getting murdered um they they do this again in the second one but the families getting murdered are like saw level like traps now instead of like Woof. and it's like yeah uh, you did like one of them i don't it's not too much of a spoiler it's just an old like medieval torture thing where they put a a rat on your stomach and then put the bucket over it they did that in the punisher i think the, the game hit. of thrones did it yeah i think they did that in the punisher they might have, yeah. But yeah, that's an old style like torture like technique. That. Yeah, then they put the coals on the bucket and the no, rat. They just took a, a torch. Yeah, yeah, well, the rat chews through the, the person and kills them. Can't and go it's through like, the bucket. Yeah, and it's like, all right, you're just copying old <laughs> torture <laughs> techniques rather than doing something uh, creative on your own. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fine. All right, what's your uh, last movie here? The last one I watched is The Trial of the Chicago 7. Oh, you did? The Netflix original, Aaron Sorkin. Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, he. So, what was interesting to me is that the two, I'd say the two leads in this movie, um, are both British people. Well, they're actors, so all of them are British. <laughs> they both do terrible American accents. Really? <laughs> so yeah, Eddie Eddie Ray, Redmayne is like the head of like the young college liberals or whatever, mm-hmm. and then Sasha Baron Cohen is this uh, hippie guy, Abby Hoffman. Um. So I didn't really know much about this uh, historical event. Um, I knew about the the '68 convention that there were a lot of protests and there was cops and stuff. But this was really about um, after that, after Nixon became president, that they actually charged a bunch of the people who um, organized the protests as like um, conspirators to uh, cause a riot. And it was kind of a, it was a very flimsy case, especially putting all these people who were from different groups who did not coordinate at all. So that's the whole thing is they got all these different people. Like they had a Black Panther who who spoke on that same day, but had nothing to do with them. They put, uh, but it's it's super fascinating, super well done. Aaron Sorkin is really good at what he does, so definitely worth a watch. There's not that much to watch uh, out there right now, so I said do it. All right, all right. Well, I think that'll wrap us up. You've been listening to episode 193 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me we had Off Road Protest Andy. Goodbye. See you later.